Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you know what today is? Well, it's Saturday, so that means... Q&A Saturday! That's right, and what are we queuing and aing today? Well, God started talking in these most recent chapters, and so I thought we would maybe look into that. He should probably shut his duck slippers. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, I thought we would... uh... Find out what God's talking about Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. something? Yeah. Okay. 
Well, let's go ahead and get into this and see what uh what God had to talk about, I guess. I guess. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, let's talk about God, baby. <laughs> no, no. Okay, first I'm going to do a little bit of a recap over... What um, happened? Yeah, and yeah. how we got here. Right, yeah. Not here like in our living room or like here on the planet, just yeah. like here in the in the book right. that we're reading. I figured since, yeah. you know, we're talking about the Bible. Right. <laughs> so Job's friends see that Job is suffering and they assume he must be guilty since obviously God is just. Right. I think they should he put is. friends in quotation marks though. They should. They should. Because they're assholes. I don't think these are Job's friends. No. I think these are three guys who are friends who happened upon Job. Yeah, yeah. That's my opinion. Sure. So, But Job, knowing that he is innocent, concludes, obviously, that God must be unjust. Right, Which right. I think that's fair. I think that, yeah, I do too. Killed all the fucking kids. Yep, yep. That's, I mean, the boils, that's kind of a side issue. But, you know, the kids thing. The Ten kids, kids thing really bugs me. It really does. Now, Job retains his piety throughout the story contradicting the adversary suspicion and the adversary of course is satan right or the satan yeah the adversary okay right right um with him retaining his piety contradicts satan's suspicion that um his righteousness is due to the expectation of reward now i will say this he did ask some really good questions he asked very pointed questions and job that is yeah yeah yes yeah. Yes. So, but throughout him asking his questions, he didn't like specifically curse God. No, he just but questioned. He asked, he asked good enough questions that they felt the need to add a section condemning his responses. Yeah, so, they added an Elihu. Yeah, that is correct. Um, but he does. Job does make clear from his first speech that he agrees with his friends that God should and does reward righteousness. Right, and that is true. He does do that. I mean, okay. in the Bible. Yeah. In, well, I mean, yes, obviously. I just like to clarify. In you know? canon, yes. Yeah. Now, then along comes your friend Elihu, you yeah, know, right. who rejects the arguments of both parties. He states that, one, Job is wrong to accuse God of injustice as God is greater than human beings. And he also states, two, that neither are his friends correct for suffering far from being a punishment, may rescue the afflicted mm. from their affliction Whatever. and make them more amenable to revelation. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want to point out, though, that... He's um, a dick? No, that Elihu, that chap, those chapters were added after the fact. They were not originally part of the Job Correct. story. Correct. And they felt compelled to add them to contradict the things that... Job, Job was saying and yes, questioning. Job was too challenging. They felt that he was being blasphemous. So they did add those chapters later, which we learned in last week's Q&A. Right, right. Yes. I, I just, it, to me, that's very important because mm -hmm. the questions that Job was asking were very good and pointed. Yes. So. And and they could be taken. I can see why they were taken as blasphemous. Sure. Honestly. Sure. Because um, we agreed with them. Uh, yeah. We were very enthusiastic, which is why it was so disappointing when Job, like, just laid down like a puppy. Yeah, like, that was bullshit. Womp. Yeah. So from chapter 38, God comes in, and that's when he gives his first speech. Yeah. Okay? He gives two speeches. Okay. And we've heard the full first one, 
And then we've heard the beginning of the second one. Right. Okay. Right, yeah. So he speaks from a whirlwind. And I thought it was a storm. Well, it depends on the translation. Okay. So got it. A whirlwind, whirlwind of a storm, storm tempest, yeah. whatever you want to call it. It's so rough, whatever it is. It, it ain't good. Right. God's speeches do not do any of the following. Okay. okay? They do Answer not, any questions? Yeah. Specifically. <laughs> specifically, yes. They do not explain the reason for Job's suffering. Right. Like, not at all. They do not defend divine justice. Right. They do not enter the courtroom confrontation that Job has demanded. Right. And they do not respond to Job's oath of innocence. The question is going to remain, is this because God feels like there's no need to do this because mm-hmm. he's God? Yes. Yes. Okay. That See, that's bullshit. Right. I mean, that's that's absolute bullshit. No, I totally He literally, agree. I mean, we've talked about this. He's made a, a bet with fucking Satan mm-hmm. and he killed this guy's kids for it. I know. That's crap. It's utter crap. I totally agree with you, sir. And you do owe an explanation. I'm sorry. You do. Yeah. Yeah. So what he does instead, though, is contrast Job's weakness with divine wisdom and omnipotence. So, which we complained about. Um, right. He dodged the question and was like, but I am great, right? But this is this is like your boss saying... I know so much more about this, da da da, da you know, just going on about mm-hmm. how they know so much more about the job and this, that, and the other, but mm-hmm. but yet you're complaining about something that you're absolutely right on, but it doesn't matter because they're just giving you their fucking resume. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit what you've done. This is wrong, and mm-hmm. we need to address the fucking issue in front of us. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. the fucking resume you built over many years that makes you more qualified than me doesn't make this any less wrong. Yeah. Exactly. I just, fuck that. I mean, you've just described every woman who has been sexually harassed by a boss, you know? Right, right. Like, he's the boss, though. Yeah. So, was it sexual harassment? <laughs> right, right. I mean, uh, still yes. But there's, but also- there's no world in which a human being could kill some of these ten kids mm-hmm. and then just claim that, well... Just, I'm more powerful than you, so you just have to... I mean, yeah, okay, You could, let's look at it from a king perspective, right? Mm-hmm. A king could kill your 10 kids, right? Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't be able to do anything about it. Does it make it right, though? No. Does it make it to where you shouldn't... Should you be able to question his actions? You should, yeah. Right. So just because you're more powerful does not make the action right. Just because you have... But now you're arguing morals, and we've already decided that God is not moral. Right. But that's a problem because people think that morality comes from the Bible. Right. And it definitely does not. Oh, it totally doesn't. Not unless it's shitty fucking morality. It's a lack of morals. Right. Is what I'm finding. Yeah. It's um, a men's world. <laughs> it definitely is. Definitely is. God's first speech focuses on his role in maintaining order in the universe. Okay. He reveals a list of things that he does and that Job cannot do, which that shouldn't be real fucking hard considering you're God. Yeah. Like, like, wow. Congratulations, dude. Magic man is magic. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) This demonstrates divine wisdom because order is the heart of wisdom, which harkens back to chapter 28. Um, I don't know if you recall when he was going on and on about wisdom and how he assessed it. Yeah. Remember? Right, right. That was, that was the poem to wisdom. Got okay? it, yeah. Which stressed the inaccessibility of wisdom. Mm-hmm. 
So it's interesting because we did read about that and comment on that whole chapter was about he's wisdomy wise, but um, he came upon it, which means he didn't create it, question mark. So he's saying that, the, but he's saying that order is wisdom, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So order is as defined by God, mm -hmm. whatever God defines it as. Mm -hmm. And so there is no questioning this order that he instills into, or whatever, institutes into the world. Mm -hmm. And so you just have to deal, like, it's stupid. This is, I set the rules, now you must follow them. You cannot question them. Sorry. Yeah. Um, there's no one else to take this up to. Problem? Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, that, it's just dumb. So God alone knows the meaning of the world. Then and that convenient. he grants it only to those who live in reverence before him. Mm. Facts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God possesses wisdom because he grasps the complexities of the world. Okay. The world that he created he, is complex. Right, right but he, it, it, he... It's a circular logic. Right. It shouldn't be complex to him. He should already know everything about it, and it should be pretty simple to him. Mm -hmm. But but yet, he doesn't know whether or not... He, he's making a bet with Satan and mm -hmm. then chooses to go through with the bet because he's not firm enough in his belief about what Job will do, and he allows Satan to make him make this bet. Okay, but apologists would point out that... Um, God did know the answer and that he was using Job to show the adversary that he had all well in hand. But why would, why would God need to show off? Why would God need to prove anything? You're fucking God. That's my question too. And yeah. hypothetically, if you created everything, you created your adversary. So why, why? Right. It, 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 it makes literally no sense. No, I agree. Okay. All right. That was easy. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you trying to convince? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I, it just pisses me off. No, obviously. I, I get upset about it as well. So yeah. I'm right there with you. Okay. All right. Okay. So there is a contemporary movement known as creation theology, and it's an ecological theology valuing the needs of all creation. And they interpret God's speeches to imply that. God's interests and actions are not exclusively focused on humankind. Now, I didn't go into all of that. I just thought it was interesting to note that okay. this is proof that he's got a lot more than just humans on his mind. Right, because he's listing off all the other things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I think that's a bit of a stretch. Right. And he is definitely human centric in his actions as far as punishment and everything. It's mm -hmm. not like the fucking. Okay, all right. Let's take for example when the when he was mad at the fucking Israelites and Moses was walking through the desert and they were complaining about food, right? Yeah. He literally takes that moment to punish them by killing a fuck ton of quails. Right. Right. What I mean, so if he has all the rest of of the world and and life in his mind, he just willy nilly just decides to kill a bunch of fucking quails for no good reason. Right. Other than he wants to get back at the fucking. You're Israelites. hungry. I'll show you then. I'll make you overstuff yourself. I bet those quails didn't like what happened. Probably if not. If you had to ask me, so fuck the ecological um, argument here for what God is taking care of because He just killed them willy nilly for His own fucking pleasure to get back at the goddamn Israelites. It's true because He's a vengeful little. Fuck. He really is. 
So God's first speech focuses on his design and control of both the physical world and the animal world. Remember, he's like, you know, where where were you or, you know, were you there when this was created and right. that was created and these Obviously, animals? the answer to that is no. Right. Beside the point completely, right. but yeah. still, okay, the answer is no, sir. Job has lived through the suffering, you know, that he lost his children yeah. and all of his livelihood and um, all of his servants and everything, and then was covered in boils and lost the respect of his community and sure. um, his friends and family, like his wife disdains him and all that. Right. So he's lived through all that suffering without cursing God, holding his integrity and nowhere regretted it, but he was unaware of the real reason for his suffering. Right. So... God intervenes to resolve the spiritual issues that surfaced once, you know, he was raising these points. Okay. That's when God intervened. But doesn't this kind of negate, like, shouldn't shouldn't part of, if, if you're really going to bet, right? If you're really going to see this out to the end, mm-hmm. shouldn't God just completely fucking abandon him and see if he ever curses God? Right. Like, it should have gone, I guess, for years or like right until he dies death yeah. or something if you're gonna yeah. make a bet fucking do it the whole the, the whole thing i guess yeah make him suffer the whole way i guess but it, i mean it's been then, what a few days they just got done with their fucking discussions or whatever so he's he's what giving this a few days and then he's intervening before i would say probably a few months okay let's say even a few months but still mm-hmm. he's intervening to correct this or mm-hmm. whatever right yeah. something he's, he's intervening he's to show he's there in. yeah 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 and Job was not punished for sin, and Job's suffering had not cut him off for God from God. Okay. okay. So, you know, God comes in and, and talks to him instead of, like, punishing him. Yeah. Right. Which, that's Which, interesting enough. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, people and, have been punished for less yeah, in the past. Yeah, definitely. And you, we've, we talked about it early on in the Bible. You can't bitch at God right. without reaping some sort of fucking punishment. Right. So... But God is basically like, your understanding is too limited to see my purposes. So now Job sees that he cannot have the knowledge to make the assessments that he made. And so it's wiser to bow in submission and adoration of God than to try to judge him. And I, this is, again, where we were like really This is where I fall off. This is where I'm like, no, this is bullshit. I feel like a different author like rewrote that portion. <laughs> like... He was so pointed and smart. And then with nothing, God comes down and is like, I know more than you. And then Job's like, I know you're so right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, that's not the same man. No, no. He had lots of really good questions. And mm-hmm. God needs to answer those fucking questions. I mean, we were sitting over here going, oh, damn. Right. And then. And then he just caves. He's like, yeah. fuck it. Like, 10 minutes right. later, he's like, I'm not worthy. Right, yeah. I hated it. <laughs> um, so, going back to God's speech, the inclusion of legal terms in chapter 40. Legal terms, huh? Like, contend, argue, okay. answer, you know, those okay. kind of sure. things. Yeah, yeah. Suggests that God does not intend to present evidence for the defense, but rather to show Job why the process is flawed in the first place. Because Job wishes to see God in court based on the very narrow view of the retributive justice in the world. Okay. So it just this is just another way of saying um, 
God is like, I will use your legal terms since you brought up like taking me to court or whatever. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is you're too stupid as a human to even raise this case. Got it. That that tracks with what I know of God so far. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. just has no um, respect for humanity at all. Right. So. Disdains them yeah. completely. Right. Yeah. And we're supposed to keep in mind that God is not just a judge, but also, quote, unquote, the king who mm. actively exercises his sovereign rule. And he does sometimes. I wish he'd actively, I mean, like, just, just for the shits and giggles of it so I could know he's around. Mm-hmm. I wish he'd kind of actively, you know, enforce it now. Oh, my gosh. Wouldn't that be awesome? I'm just saying, like, that would that would solve all this. So we wouldn't have a podcast to do anymore. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. wouldn't have to, you know, worry about it anymore. We just mm-hmm. know he's out there, you know, like, oh, okay. And right. then it would be fun to see what he thinks of all of the people running around um, wrecking the world and bringing, bringing the planet to its ruin and speaking on his behalf and trashing everything that is supposed to be good. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It would be interesting. It would be an interesting exercise. I'm, I don't want God. I don't like the God of the Bible. No, 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 no. no. But He's a piece of if, shit. If, if God were real, mm-hmm. why doesn't he actively exercise his power? Because he's not real. I know. Obviously. I know that. Right. I'm just saying. Like This is frustrating because we're like mad at a thing that doesn't exist. But we're mad because so many people insist he exists. And we're like, if he exists, then why doesn't he? But the answer to the question is in the question because he doesn't exist. Well, and they, if we, if what they would do, they would take each question we have about it and they break it down individually and go on for an hour about why this is this way, but then mm-hmm. they change their answer to something else over here. And then when you call them out on it, they're like, well, you just don't understand God. Yeah. And it's like, come on. Well, I forget what that process is called, but it's basically when you bury people in paperwork and wordy words. Right. So long that you tire them out. Yeah. And make them go away because they can't possibly keep up with. Right. You know. It, how how often do I give up? You do not. You are tiresome. <laughs> I I, I wouldn't say what I do is give up. I just, like, change my focus. Right. And I'm like... No, but when, on Twitter, I will go down the rabbit hole with somebody for days. You will. And it's so annoying because you tell me all about it. And I'm like, <laughs> why are you laying in the mud with pigs? Why are you, you know, arguing with somebody who has the mentality of a three-year-old? I, I, I'm arrogant. You are arrogant. I'm arrogant. And That's all I got. Yeah. But also, I don't know what else to say. But also, you, like, okay, both of us have the thing where, like, I'm right. Yeah. I'm right. And not only am I right, and I know I'm right, but you should know it, too, and here's why. Right. The difference between me and you, though, is that you will keep going, whereas I'm like, oh, you can't know that I'm right because you're dumb. <laughs> right. Uh, we just had a listener chime in. It was, I think, Brandolini's Law or something like that. Ah, ah, okay. I, I think I said the that right, The one where maybe. they tire you out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay, yeah. thank you for that. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, So going back here, anyway, God shows Job the futility of his pursuit. And the implied way forward is for Job to acknowledge it. So that's oh. what's implied is that Job is supposed to recognize that, you know, I, I shouldn't challenge you. I shouldn't 
could you do that? Like God killed all ten of your kids if you had ten kids. Absolutely right? not. I would. I could never. I, could, I, could I don't. Never. I don't care. Even if I knew God was there mm-hmm. and and all powerful, right? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, no, fuck you. Right. We're gonna. Have I, this I don't. Out. I don't care. I don't care anymore. And fuck you. Yeah. That's that's where I would be at. Yeah. And We're and Job was out. kind of there. He was, and that's why I I just feel like I feel like these are two different characters, or like the ending got rewritten. Well, they always talk about how great God is, right? And the presence of God and mm-hmm. all this stuff, right? So it's like the presence of God shows up, right? And then Job all of a sudden is just like, and this is the way. Yeah. And okay, is he that great? Like, what the fuck, man? Did I mean, he come with bacon or something or okay, what? Okay, the only other thing is, come with bacon, <laughs> Jesus Christ. The only other thing is that like in the in the presence of God, whatever, you know, he's able to change your heart. Yeah. But I'm like, then why don't you just have people's hearts be right in the first fucking place? I think he's just a manipulative, toying little fuck. I think that the people that wrote the Bible were stupid and immature. Definitely. And... I think that the God that they made is equally so, if not more than. Yeah. No, it, yeah. the God of the Bible reflects humanity. Yeah. Because humanity was dumb. Yeah. So is, is dumb. Is dumb. Sorry. Yeah. Just because we can get to the moon and, you know, we have cures for various diseases doesn't mean that humanity isn't still dumb. Right. So Job's acknowledgement that he is, quote, small, shows the turning point from arguing against God into accepting what God has done in Job's life. He just accepts it. Yeah, no, I I mean, I hate it. He's like, it, but yeah. you're big, I'm small, and that's just the way it is. And I'm, right. I'm excited about that. I'm excited that you did something I can't understand when you killed my kids. <laughs> that's very exciting. This answer from Job is still tentative, though. Mm-hmm. Like, he I was can't still, imagine why. I know, right? He's like, yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Right. Right. Yeah. So God proceeds with a second round of questions and observations. Yeah. More boasting about what he's fucking. Yes. Yes. Now, apparently that's going to go on for another chapter. We haven't got there yet. So I don't know. But we're in the middle of God's second speech. So, I (sighs) mean, is it spoilers to say that? I don't think so. Not really. Okay. So God's second speech begins with a challenge. Before proceeding with the description of Behemoth and Leviathan. Yeah. Which, yeah, right. we, we read that. Yeah. So. We did. Which is funny because remember, Behemoth is sometimes translated to mean hippopotamus and Leviathan is sometimes translated to mean crocodile. Right. Which is just hilarious to me. Yeah. But they're not always translated to mean those things. Just great animals or whatever. Right, right. Y- you well, know, they were magic. almost godly, like some, like we we've, we've dug into some rabbit holes with those things. Mm-hmm. They almost are are like superhuman creatures that exist. Yeah, they're like god animal kind right. of things. Yeah, it's like weird. they can swallow the sun, and like they're as big as the ocean or whatever. That was like a special Patreon episode we did, wasn't it? Where I don't we remember. About that stuff? I don't, I don't remember if it was a Patreon or a Q and A, but they right. were they were very special animals that yes. actually. Um, come from prior civilizations. Right. So, they might even guard some of the seals of hell or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that right? I think so. Something that, like that. That sounds right. Right. But they they come from stories that were told well before the Bible ever oh, got yeah, there. Oh, yeah, sure. So, I mean, that makes sense because that's all Most the Bible the, is. Right, yeah. Yeah. So these two creatures are described as big in size and con- uncontrollable by humans. 
but God totally controls them all in his orderly world. Mm. Okay. okay. And that is as far as we got. Because we still have more speech to go. And we're in the middle of God's second speech. Right, right. Yeah. All right. Well, so, that was our uh, Q&A for today. Yeah. So that uh, puts us into tomorrow. We'll be back with our... Oh, um, tomorrow's Sunday. So Sacrilegious Book Club. Right? Yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. And I'll get the weekly yeah. replay together tomorrow. Um, and then on Monday, we will be back with Job chapter 40, which means that, or I'm 41. sorry, 41, which means that we're almost done with the book of Job because yeah, there's only there's 42 two more, chapters. Total two more chapters to go right now. Yeah. All right. Well, we will see you guys then. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 